everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. On today's episode, we are talking about paradigms. Okay, so paradigms are a, a system or framework of a belief. And specifically, we're talking about paradigm blindness. So I'm going to explain what that is. You might want to get your, your notes out for that one. I'm going to show you how this kind of uh, shows up in our world in four different places. And then, of course, give you a couple tips or tools that you might be able to use. And when I say you, I mean you, me, we, I, <laughs> all of those, okay? You're definitely going to want to listen to this, take some notes, and maybe even come back to listen to it again. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, let's talk about paradigm blindness. Okay, so paradigm is, uh, like I said in the intro, it's a framework for thinking. Okay, uh, there are tons of paradigms throughout our world. Uh, if we were to break down your world, you're going to have some individual paradigms. So certain systems of beliefs that you have. Um, if you're involved in, let's say an industry. So if you're an engineer or you're an educator, uh, you're a business person, there are paradigms within your field or industry. So a paradigm is really a framework of beliefs. It tends to be, uh, something that develops over time, um, that it, it, it's a, a system of beliefs that people who are in those fields or those groups, uh, they adopt over time, whether they really are consciously aware of it or not. Okay. So, you know, here we talk about our beliefs. This is just talking about beliefs in a larger scale. So, uh, I was reading this morning actually about this idea of paradigm blindness. And I just want to kind of play around with some thoughts with you this morning. So paradigm blindness is the inability to recognize an event until there is a prior context and language for naming the event. Yes, I will say that again. Paradigm blindness is an inability to recognize an event until there is a prior context and language for naming that event. So paradigm blindness is really this, this idea that you don't know that it's there in, until you, you have a name and a context. So uh, it, it's a limitation of context. You don't, you don't, you're not aware that that paradigm is even there. Uh, a great easy example is uh, uh, way back when, uh, before you know, the, the world really understood the paradigm of maybe the human body and medicine and surgery and things like that. Um, you know, they attributed to whatever issue was going on with your body to some sort of, uh, spiritual, mental, metaphysical thing, right? Now with, uh, the entrance of the, the medical field and the, you know, that's a whole paradigm in and of itself. Right. Uh, and so, over the years, we've developed these beliefs of like, oh, if there's an issue in your body, there's always a physical reason. 
Now, coincidentally, you know, in the last, especially 30 or 40 years, uh, we've kind of come back to that original paradigm and said, hmm, it can't always be about uh, just what's going on in your physical body. There might also be I don't know, a spiritual, mental, intellectual, uh, metaphysical reason uh, for something happening in your body. So uh, paradigm blindness is really understanding that, uh, you know, unless you have a name and context to fit it in your head, you're just not even aware of it. Okay. So how does this show up in life? Well, I thought of four quick examples so the first one is really in, in the individual person. Uh, I've been doing a ton of study lately in the area of forgiveness and unforgiveness. And I can tell you this, that, that there's a paradigm uh, that exists around forgiveness and healing. And if you're not aware of that paradigm, if you have paradigm blindness to it, it affects your life. So for example, if you, you, um, are a person who kind of hangs on to guilt, you don't forgive yourself or you hang on to resist resistance, resentment, and revenge. You don't forgive other people. That energy gets trapped in your body and it becomes disease. Okay. So if you're not aware of that paradigm, you know, it doesn't, you just don't know about it, then you can't do something about it. Okay. Now the, the second example I thought of was, you know, in, in groups, I work with a ton of groups, a ton of teams. Uh, lately I've been doing trainings, all kinds of trainings online with teams and I come in and, and there's this group think that's happening, right? There's a danger when you have a, a group of people that are doing some work together and they, you know, have been around for years, sometimes decades without having a new person come into their system. You get this group think that happens. So everybody starts to think the same things. Um, they start to have the same desires, the same goals, which you would think would be a good thing. Um, the only thing is that it increases your paradigm blindness, meaning you don't know what you don't know. And now you don't have anybody new inserting new ideas into your group. Okay. So, so it's really good to have a new person come in. Oftentimes when I come in to work with a team, I realize I'm a new person coming into their team for the first time in probably a long time. I'm very sensitive to that fact. And I also want to encourage and, and promote new thinking. The third example I thought of was uh, a system. So if you think about, and, and I'm just going to use this as an example because I know this very well, the education system. Maybe you're not an educator, but at one point you went through the system. Maybe you've got children in the system. You know that right now, if you've got children or you're an educator, you know right now, man, we are, we are really struggling in education, aren't we? Trying to, to really determine how are we going to serve children and families the best way possible throughout this whole COVID situation. So there is, in my opinion, I'll just say that, uh, and I've been noticing this for, for quite some time and COVID really just kind of brought it to the forefront in the areas that I have touched to, as far as the education system goes, 
I think that there's some paradigm blindness around the idea of a leadership crisis. So I think that there's a lot of people who have put their head down and said, let's just get the work done. Let's just move forward. And they haven't really focused on this idea of how can we lead in the best way? Now that right there, honestly, is not just another podcast episode. That's like three or four or five days maybe of, of training. Uh, but, but from my experience, not only in the education system, but knowing what I know about leadership, we have a leadership crisis in education. So, you know, one of my missions is going to be to help to recover this paradigm blindness, to really come out and help people understand, uh, uh-uh, we, we got to be focusing on our leadership skills, uh, and raising our leadership ability right now. You know, one of the things that John Maxwell always says is that a a crisis doesn't make the person, it reveals who they are. And I think this crisis has done that. There are people who have, you know, found themselves to be way more effective than they ever thought. They are doing amazing things. And there are many people who have found themselves sorely lacking and their people have found them sorely lacking. Not going to talk a lot about that. I, I will just say this, that, you know, if you have paradigm blindness and you can't see that there's an issue here, then you can't do anything about it. And that leads me to the last example, uh, you know, kind of throwing in culture and society all into one, you know, this idea that if you don't uh, have a name and a context to something, you can't understand it. So uh, a great easy example is what we've been experiencing in the last few months as far as the, um, the racial tensions here in the United States uh, and possibly around the world as well. So, uh, you know, I I haven't said a whole lot on this, but this morning it kind of clicked for me. Uh, My experience has been very different. So I I will just tell you this. If you don't know me, uh, I'm a a white girl. Okay. Um, However, honestly, I didn't have a, a white friend until I was probably almost 10, somewhere around there. Um, most of my, my friends, especially my very good friends were all different ethnicities. I always lived in a major city. Um, diversity was a huge part of my life. Uh, I did go to a college that was in a a small farming town. Quite frankly, it was a culture shock to me, uh, because 98% of the people on campus were white. Uh, it really was a shock to me. I didn't, didn't know what to do. Um, and I, you know, have, have tried to, I don't know, just stay connected to my worldwide friends. Uh, I, I know so many people uh, all around the world and I love that because I know I, I, there's some sort of passion inside me that wants to be connected to not just all these different people, but all different kinds of uh, different views different beliefs, because I don't want to have paradigm blindness. I want to be exposed to as many new thoughts and ideas as possible. And so I personally have struggled a little bit with everything that has gone on. And I think because my perspective is different than many of my other friends who haven't had that experience. And so I realized, ah, okay, not to say that I don't have anything to learn because I always have things to learn, 
Um, but my experience being different, I have a different paradigm about what's going on. And my friends, many of them who are white and have, you know, quite frankly, lived in, in uh, what I would call upper middle class society and, you know, their parents paid for college and they, you know, and maybe that's you. Right. But, but many of my friends are, you know, going through this, you know, I, I need to understand, I need to really, you know, and, and my perspective is different because I mean, I've been next to and, and with, and experiencing some of these same things, um, you know, and so it's, I've known about these racial issues my whole life. That was a part of my growing up. Um, and so, you know, when you have a, a, a paradigm blindness and that's what's happening right now, there's this increase in consciousness of people understanding, whoa, this thing is out there and I didn't know about it. Right. And I guess I should say that it just makes me feel better because throughout this whole time I was like, well, yeah, did you not know that? And I just assumed that people knew. But now that I know that there's this thing called paradigm blindness, it puts it all into perspective for me. Okay, so, uh, you know, there are some things that you, I, me, we, we just know, right? Uh, if I were to ask you, what are the things that you know about this life? You know, if you really sat down with it, you could probably come up with, I don't know, probably a thousand things that you know, okay? And there are many things that we don't. I am becoming a firm believer that if you know a thousand things, there's probably a million trillion things we don't know. <laughs> and so if you can come at life with that understanding of, yes, I know some things and there's so many more things I don't know. What that does is it allows you to be open, okay? It allows you to accept new beliefs. It allows you to put yourself in this place where you realize, ooh, I have paradigm blindness about this thing, but guess what? I can grow and I can learn about it, okay? So, you know, I, I often tell people the best assumption to have is to go into any interaction, uh, what no matter what the format might be, uh, with the assumption that you know nothing. And if you do that, you, you are coming into this interaction and you're going to learn something. You're going to learn something about the other person. You're going to learn something about you. You might even learn something about communication in general, right? But if you come into um, this interaction with your own assumptions, your own paradigm, you might be operating under paradigm blindness and not even know about it. All right, so I'm going to leave you with a, a guiding question here. This is a question that I ask myself all the time, and sometimes I get an answer, sometimes I don't. Uh, oftentimes I will ask myself, and I, as much as possible, if especially if I'm working with a team, I ask the team members. So the question is simply this, what do I need to know? What do I need to know? Okay. So for example, if I'm working with a team doing a leadership training and, you know, we're getting down to the end and talking about action steps and, and I'll say, okay, guys, what, what do I need to know maybe to help you, you know, until we meet again the next time, what do I need to know? 
or if I'm talking to somebody about, you know, right now we're really, August is all about getting teachers ready for school. As we speak, I have five virtual summits running right now online, all a week long conference, all, all going at the same time. If you would have asked me a year ago if I was I would do this, I would tell you you're nuts. But apparently I've had a little paradigm shift of how I can do my work. So we are servicing uh, just this week with those five summits. We are servicing, I think, 1,200 teachers to get them ready for school. Okay. Um, and I ask each one of them, okay, what do I need to know? What do I need to know about you? What do I need to know about your work? What do I need to know about your people, especially right now? So I can't go under the assumption of, Hey, I've been in this field for so long and I've done this work and sure, I know what to do because when I ask each one of those groups, what do I need to know about your people? How were they handling this, this COVID crisis? You know, where are they at? Really what I'm doing is saying, you know, to them without them knowing it, I might have a little paradigm blindness. I need to know a little bit more about your group. Okay. It's a question that will serve you well and help you to serve others well. Okay. And just remain open and willing and curious as your day goes, goes on. Uh, you know, as you're going to have some conversations today, maybe you're going to be on some, I mean, it's a pretty safe assumption if you're out there working, especially from home, you're probably going to be on some Zooms or some sort of online format. Um, just be open, willing, and curious and, and don't go in, you know, with your hard pressed assumptions. Um, see what you can learn from other people today. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do that. I, now that I know about this whole thing called paradigm blindness, I tell you, it just really struck me. Uh, I'm going to be on the lookout to see, Hmm, what don't I know? Cause sometimes that question alone can really break some stuff free for you. What don't I know? What do I need to know? Uh, so go out and be curious today. And if you want to talk to me about any of this, please reach out. Let me know. I would love to chat with you about this. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.